Bodo, 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 Bodo. Hey everyone, thank you for listening. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Fabled Broadcast or on Twitter at The Fabled Tweets. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, email us at thefabledbroadcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, or wherever podcasts are available. Back after three months. <laughs> Jeez. That was a layoff. I shouldn't say that. People are sensitive to that right now. Uh, people might be getting laid off. So, uh, yeah. So, some big announcements uh, on the Fable broadcast. So, I posted something on Instagram the other day. That we got uh, big changes, big changes happening. So, one of our fellow co-hosts, one of the founders of the Fable Broadcast, is stepping away. Not because there's any bitterness or anything. We're still great friends. Blake's probably my best friend, but he's got other plans. So he's trying to start his own business he's kind of getting into real estate a little bit so got a lot of big plans didn't have a lot of time and so yeah so we uh he 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 wrote a statement so i'm gonna read this um i'm taking an indefinite sabbatical to ponder the relativity of time as it affects the everyday man and his fortunes that's the most pretentious way I know how to say I'm taking some time to go earn money and build an empire. <clears throat> I don't... Oh, I wasn't supposed to read that second part. <laughs> That's his... So, yeah. So, he might come back on and uh, be a guest or be a guest host again. But... Uh, so, I had to find someone else. And it's someone that our listeners might recognize uh at least the voice he's been on some of our most popular episodes the pink floyd deep dive and the rush deep dive so i'm introducing everyone to uh the new co-host of the fabled broadcast uh doyle maston everybody hey yeah yeah there we go everybody oh thank you very much yeah we got some sound effects now. For, forgot we had an audience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from a live studio from audience. The, from the live studio, right. Yep. Exactly. So, how's it going, man? Pretty good. How are you doing? Pretty good. I mean, we we have to act like we haven't seen each other, but right. we, we, we work every day together. <laughs> but, yeah, pretty good. Uh, it's good to be back doing this again. Me and uh, I've been doing the uh, Continental Breakfast Club as well, so uh, it's good to have two going again or two going <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah there you go uh, yeah and you know it's nice uh i have better grasp of your schedule a little bit so right that'll help a lot so um you know so yeah it'll be awesome so yeah i'm looking forward to it thanks for uh 
Absolutely. Thanks, thanks for bringing me on. I appreciate it. It's yeah. A, it's, I think it's going to be a, a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, should be a good time. We're, uh, we've added a soundboard. Uh, I mean, I, I played that with that a little bit on episode 55. Um, this thing is a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yes, give, give Billy something with a bunch of drops yeah, on it. Yeah. Stand back. Oh, yeah, I was telling you about this one. Um, this is the uh, full diaper. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, that is actually... Pretty pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Larry LD. Little LD. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got this on there, too. So anytime somebody does something stupid. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of empty spots, too. So I there's a couple that I thought of putting on there. Uh, yeah, I, we'll, we'll, have to, uh, we'll have to discuss drops at some point. Yeah, fill it up with some stuff. Uh, yeah, I got this one. I borrowed this one from... Uh, the Continental Breakfast Club. This is something we talked about. This is, uh, uh, well, I mean, well, we should get into news, I guess, <laughs> but it's kind of hard to uh, not talk about the coronavirus, obviously. Yeah, almost, almost be irresponsible not to say something about it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, for I, I, I don't know what you've got. Have you got something planned there? That- uh, no, I just got to, I want to start it with this. It's uh, current events and news. <laughs> Damn, you got bumpers and everything. All right. I took that one off of a uh, royalty free site. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I kind of want to make it eventually, but uh, yeah, I didn't have time. You know, I've got a whole bunch of them that I made, but we, nice. can't, we can't use them because they're the property of the station oh, I worked yeah. for at the time. Yeah, I made sure if I was going to borrow somebody else's music. Uh, and not really pay tribute to it, but just use it, uh, <laughs> uh, then it should be royalty-free. Duty-free, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, coronavirus in the news. Yeah, let's see what else is going on. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I got a, a, a link to an article here, so this is oh. a good one. Uh, so this is from The Mirror, a UK, the UK publication. Yeah. yeah. A uh, man had sex with a dolphin, called Dolly for a year, and claimed she seduced him. <laughs> uh, yeah. How much time are you spending in the water? Dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're blaming the victim there. Exactly. That's uh, that thing is uh, not as smart as you are. <laughs> uh, well, uh, depending on what kind of Homo sapien he is, it might the dolphin might be much smarter. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well. It says here. Just that's just true. Kidding. Yeah, they do yeah. say that they're highly intelligent. Yeah, picking these levels. Well, actually, I was thinking more along the lines of how many stupid people I've met. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> there probably are a lot more small, smarter dolphins in like as ratio. Uh, yeah. So Malcolm Brenner wrote a book called Wet Goddess. Uh, about his experiences with the dolphin, who he claims to have a relationship with when he was a student. Wait, he, he wrote a book about it? Yeah. Oh, Called Wet Goddess. 
<laughs> I wish I had a sploosh on here. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, that's something else I've, I've been trying to do as I, as I, I was doing this on the uh, Continental Breakfast Club. I was like trying to write down good uh, sound drops to remember. <laughs> Definitely need a sploosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's see. Let's get back to this article here. Um, come on, Malcolm. Here we go. Uh, all right, Malcolm Brenner is a self Best zoophile. Who, oh. <laughs> oh, well, okay. okay. Oh, God. Here, that's, uh, that gets one of these. Uh, uh, yeah, what does that even mean? I've never seen that word. With a dolphin called Dolly after she seduced him. Now 68, mm-hmm. Malcolm was still a student when he embarked on the relationship with the bottlenose dolphin in the 1970s. He was... Uh, he, uh, <laughs> The okay. Summer of Love, nineteen seventy. Early, if, especially if it was the early seventies, that would explain a lot too. Yeah, love, man. <laughs> Dolphins are our friends, man. Yeah, yeah. He's probably got a tattoo on his ankle, probably, probably <laughs> on his foot. Uh, he has written a novel, Wet Goddess, which tells the story of a young man who has a sexual relationship with a dolphin, Ruby, while he's working at a theme park. Malcolm has admitted the book is wait, an wait, autobiographical. Wait, 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 Yeah. Back up a second. Mm-hmm. Had an affair with a dolphin while he was working at a theme park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude, this dude who is an admitted animal lover is a, yeah, a, zoo- a zoophile. A zoophile. <laughs> <laughs> Goes out and get his, gets a day gig working at SeaWorld somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> no spins <laughs> okay see i was thinking he's open ocean no yeah. this dude's in probably in the pool <laughs> the at dolphin. sea world <laughs> yeah the dolphin's trapped <laughs> and it seduced, and it him. seduced him yeah right <laughs> okay yeah this little victim blaming here mm. Uh, he said, I wrote this book for dolphins because we are mistreating these animals by keeping them in captivity <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're okay. certainly mistreating that dolphin, yeah, definitely. Malcolm. Definitely, uh, Malcolm claims to have been in his early 20s when he started his relationship with Dolly. I thought it was Ruby. I thought he said Ruby too. Oh, I guess in the book, the dolphin's name is Ruby. <laughs> the real dolphin's <laughs> when, name was Dolly. So he changed, changed his, his name. name to. Yeah, the dolphin's dead by now. It's not like he's protecting the innocent here. Yeah, right? yeah. He was a keen. He was a keen <laughs> photographer. Good. God. And was allowed to take pictures in the pool at a former theme park in Sarasota, Florida. Of course he was in of, Florida. Of course he was. <laughs> of course yeah. he was. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, uh, yes, it's all coming together now. Yes. No, sorry. sorry if we have any Florida listeners. Exactly. I was, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Florida, <laughs> Florida, UK. <laughs> Florida, Florida, UK. That comes yeah, from the UK. That's right. He said I was given free access to the dolphins and became friends with her by going swimming with her, and she was very special. Malcolm claims Dolly announced her intentions towards him by positioning herself so he was rubbing against her. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, what was she wearing? <laughs> uh, he added. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. He added, at first I discouraged her. I wasn't interested. After some time, I thought it was a woman, or if this was a woman, would I come up with these rationalizations and excuses? 
He insists Dolly became more and more aggressive in pursuit of him. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, man, I just accidentally clicked on that. Oh, no, there it is. Okay. Uh, where was I here? Well, I think we get the idea. <laughs> uh, he said, I found that extraordinarily erotic. Uh, it's like being with a tiger or a bear. <laughs> this is an animal that could kill you in two seconds if it wanted to. Well, it'd bite your dick off if you were yeah. fucking. <laughs> you, yeah. 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 That's so bizarre. <laughs> I can't believe is the mirror's not parody, is it? No, no or satire. It's it's it it's is. not exactly news either. It's uh, it's like the New York Post, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not quite National Observer or a, a, what? What is the National Enquirer? National Enquirer. Mm-hmm. Inquiring minds want to know. It's <laughs> it's not that bad, but it's it's not much. Yeah, New York Post, that's probably a good equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, he explained there's something quite transcendental about making love with a dolphin. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't plan on finding out anytime soon, so I'll take your word for it, dude. Uh, <laughs> but nine months after <laughs> Malcolm began his relationship, in quotes, with Dolly, the park closed and she was moved elsewhere. Oh, poor Malcolm. Oh, I don't. Oh, here we go. Uh, Somebody peed it up something awful. Nope, that wasn't nope. the white one. Uh, <laughs> well, but there we go. Exactly. Malcolm. Yeah. Oh, and then the sploosh would be good right I after know. that if he had it. Fucking sploosh. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, missed Fuck, opportunity there. Fucking sploosh. But uh, we can curse on this thing, right? I mean, it's like oh, a normal yeah. podcast. Okay. No, we got the E tag. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just you know, just making sure. Yes, I mean we're I talking wanna, about. A I don't dude want to start a dolphin too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, <laughs> that's the oh, that's the breaking news that we started this with. Uh, he also said, "I called it a relationship because that's what it was. When she died, it made me feel terrible, and I died? fell into depression, which lasted five years." Malcolm also claimed their separation had a devastating impact on the female dolphin. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he kind of it's a, like a sort of like a Stockholm syndrome. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, yeah, that, that's about it on Malcolm. <clears throat> well, uh, good on you, dude. Good, good, yeah. yeah, good on you, Malcolm. There's an ass Cheers. for every seat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a blowhole. Or a blowhole. Yeah. For, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh God. Oh, Malcolm. Uh, let's see. Did I take, uh, oh, uh, gave me a sight to see, but I don't know if we could talk about it. Good old. Yeah. What, what kind of sight is it? Let's. It's really dirty. Oh. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could play any of these. Maybe, maybe we should have previewed it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll I'll, we'll wait. Okay. Yeah. There'll be more <laughs> opportunities. Yeah. We'll have to filter that because I just looked at some of the titles and it was just like, Oh, Oh, oh yeah. They're uh yeah, it's going to be uh Oh, here, let me, I'll, I mean, I'll kind of, I could, I guess, name some of them. Uh, yeah. Hold. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, let's see. The website's called E-Fucked. <laughs> 
I don't know if I should be telling everybody that. Yeah, yeah. he's the one that told or showed me this. I'll blurt out his well, name. It's uh, well, we didn't identify. It could be anybody. That's true. But, but then again, yeah, 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 it could be anybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll I'll, t- I'll take his name out just in case. Just in case, because this is bad. Um, I gotta make sure I remember that. Uh, to do that. Yeah, so it puts all these fucked up pop ups on my phone, which I'm. Oh, that's not good. Uh, so okay, Steven Spielberg's daughter finds her calling. Uh, I don't know if you heard about that in the news. No. Um. All right, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, what is going on, Billy? Well, uh, her his daughter decided to go into the adult film industry. So she's, oh, really? Yeah, following her in her dad's footsteps in, in a way. In a, in a way, manner of speaking. Yeah, but so this is just, I assume, really? a video of her. What would drive Stevens? Oh, yeah, what? She's wait, pretty. wait. I've got to get it just the right distance here. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, okay, she's pretty. Wasn't what I expect. Wasn't mm-hmm. what I was visualizing in my head. I've never seen a picture of her before, especially uh, like yeah. <laughs> uh, not yeah. to mention like that. So yeah, uh, yeah. This, this is one's the, called, yeah, uh, this, this is not for the faint of heart here. Yeah. No, some of these might be really funny though. They might be. Yeah, uh, this one is called "Energy Drinks and Alien Sex." <laughs> okay. Ooh, yeah, some of these. Uh, In, oh, uh, interesting. Where, where I got my first restraining order. I bet. Um, let's see. Yeah. Part teacher, part sex offender. Uh, I think we've heard of a few of those in the news now and again. Bad glory hole etiquette. That- <laughs> <laughs> well, I would suppose there would have to be both good and bad glory hole etiquette. This is a good one. Sorry, <laughs> comma, my penis is broken. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I'm not going to go past the first page. Yeah. Because every time yeah, I, no, I think we something weird in my phone. Uh, I'll have to look that up on some sort of uh, safe device. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something safer than your Definitely phone. Definitely not yes. on this shitty laptop I'm using for these drops. Uh, let's see. Oh, what else is going on? Oh, oh. Uh, I got. We could talk about. Um, let's see. Sports. Sports. Yeah, that's from. That sounds familiar. It's it's vaguely familiar. That's uh, that's Tim and Eric. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's some ridiculous song they did. Sports. I don't know how to get to. Uh, let's see. Um, don't know how to get to where. Uh, <laughs> Take a left at Albuquerque. <laughs> Albuquerque. Uh, let me see. I'm just gonna pull it up here. Um, it was. It's funny when you type with this soundboard on, uh, yeah. because it. I have them you, hot keyed. Oh, so will you randomly just fire off drops as you're typing? Yeah. Oh, cool. Let's see what happens. Uh, well, I got it minimized now, but yeah. It's, oh. Uh, let's see here. That sounded like a fun game to do sometime. And just yeah, keep the soundboard up and just randomly start typing shit and see what happens. <laughs> well, sometimes I'll uh, 
Is there a sports category on Google? Sure. Yeah. I think. I don't usually look my sports up on Google. Here, I'll go to news, and I bet it'll be a tab on there. Oh, yeah. It's bound to be. What? <clears throat> well, I was going to look up sports because like, I think a lot of stuff's been happening with the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, you want me to just tell you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Since I am sitting here. Yeah. In the middle of March, wearing a Cowboys T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. That's what made me think of it earlier. Oh, I oh this is this is big news. Um, uh, oh yeah, no, talk about the Cowboys because they've they've signed a bunch of pretty awesome players. Yeah, they have. We lost a few too, but uh, yeah, we uh, uh, they put the exclusive franchise tag on Dak Prescott, so he's guaranteed yeah. to, to be here for another year. Although they're still negotiating his permanent contract. So I, I'm yeah. sure that hopefully he won't hit the regular season still on the franchise tag. They'll, they'll yeah. hit that. They'll make up time and get that done before the deadline. Um, Amari Cooper was re-signed to a, what was it? Five-year, $100 million deal. I think he's a good percentage of it's guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, Cal, we signed uh, defensive tackle Gerald McCoy. Um. I guess probably though the biggest news in the NFL was Brady going to the Buccaneers. That's that's going to be bizarre to see. Uh, Cowboys also signed uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Oh, that's right, they did. They signed Ha Ha Clinton Dix uh, to a. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Yeah, and I think is I think they signed him to one of those one year prove it deals, yeah. which is cool. That means we ought to get his best. And and the coach that drafted him is. Now our head coach, Mike McCarthy. So Yeah, and we took him away from the Redskins. Which is never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Tom Brady is on the Bucks now. Yeah, that's bizarre. 20, that's 20 years with the Patriots. You would, you would think they'd let him finish out his career with the team. But then again, Jason Witten left here, too. He's, he's now a Raider. Yeah. That's going to yeah, be weird, too. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's, it, it's, I hate it. I couldn't stand it when it happened to Emmett. Yeah. You know, a other than Peyton Manning, because I mean, he obviously he ended up winning a second Super Bowl with the Broncos. Yeah. Even though the, I never got used to seeing him in a Broncos uniform. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Montana was he did okay back in the day when he went to KC. He, he, yeah. he did well for a couple of years, but usually you don't ever want to remember the player in the other in that uniform they go to yeah. for the last year or two, like Emmett and or Michael Arizona. Jordan. Or Jordan, exactly. Yeah. You, you don't you don't see him that way. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look right. Yeah, exactly. But uh, so sorry to see Wit go, but welcome Gerald McCoy and Ha Ha Clinton. <laughs> yeah, I love his name. <laughs> I can't even say it without just choking me up. Ha Ha Clinton yeah. Dix. No, actually, he should be a good fit here. I'm I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, they made a, a few other signings as well, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Sorry, yeah. whoever you are. Yeah. Welcome to the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, let's see, a Todd Gurley's on the Falcons now. Yeah, that's bizarre too. Yeah, just two to what twenty eighteen, Rams signed him to the biggest contract of running backs ever signed in the NFL. Two years yeah. later, gone. Yeah, bizarre. That is crazy. <clears throat> he barely played last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, this uh, applies to the sport I used to do. Uh, USA Swimming President calls for 2020 Olympics to be postponed. Yeah. That, 
wanting to push it back a year for the for the Tokyo Games? Uh, Something uh, like yeah. that. Yeah, USA has to push back one year. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense in the water for sure. Oh, without question. <clears throat> yeah. I guess. I mean, does it travel through water? I would assume. I mean, you're doing a lot of like spitting and sweating. Yeah. But, like people don't really realize, well, like you're, you're in cold water, but like you're busting your ass, so you're sweating your ass off, and like you're breathing really hard, and you're spitting a lot. Like it's just natural when you're swimming in. Yeah, but now do you swim competitively? Which mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't. Do they do they have a lot of chlorine in that in that water? Or do they try to keep it fairly clean for the swimmers, or uh, they don't use chlorine as much anymore because it stinks and it's. Yeah. kind of poisonous yeah, and then it's uh it dies things and destroys things and right uh so they started using i think bromine for a little bit i might be wrong about that but a lot of like racing pools like major olympic pools they probably just use i think like reverse osmosis or something ah so, so it's the, like just a water filter, like a water water filter. So there aren't any ki- nasty chemicals like there were in the water when yeah. I was growing up. I think there's still something they put in it now to, that kills, that's kind of antibacterial still. Right. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what it is, but... Oh, well, shit, I got Google pulled up on two devices <laughs> here. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Yeah, we could always uh, pull it up and look at it. That's let true. Let's go back to home here. Uh, let's yeah, because uh, I think the pool at the University of Texas in Austin, they mm-hmm. use reverse osmosis, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, and if you've ever seen their aquatic center, the, that pool is gorgeous. Yeah, it really is. How do Olympic pools filter water? It gives life. It takes life. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh, god damn it! I actually, fucking could have set that going. Oh, there you yeah, go. Hey, yeah. Um, I knew, I knew you had to have that in there yeah. somewhere. Uh, okay. So they use sand filters. A pump oh, okay. pushes water through a sand filter and back okay. into a pool. So that's kind of a okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Nice biological cleaning mm-hmm. uh, here, but it doesn't see. do anything for the antibacterial really right let's see uh, unless sand has properties chem- I'm not aware of what chemicals go into a swimming pool well we know chlorine for chlorine. one yeah what the fuck uh, so let's see what's it? aha 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 alkaline substances says okay. it looks like it says that's the key Okay. Saw that there for a second. So, uh, alkaline substance. Oh, that's so the okay. water doesn't turn green. Which right, right. That's yeah, that's kind of the, the same blue. thing. Right. That's um, keep the water blue or clear. Yeah. Uh, so it's like a combination of things. I think I saw. God damn, the site is fucking full of ads. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Deadspin. Um. If the alkalinity and pH are at proper levels, the chlorine effectively kills algae and other bacteria. Uh, oh, okay. It involves keeping pools clear. It's much more complicated than simply putting chlorine. It involves filters, sodium, bisulfate, acid, ozone, chlorine, and other chemicals. Okay. Uh, but I th- that's like your backyard pool. Though. That's right. not a racing pool. Because you don't need all that shit because most of them are indoors. Um 
And like when you go into newer pools, like really nice pools, they don't they don't stink like chlorine anymore. Yeah, they use biological filtration systems a yeah. lot these days. Uh, well, I'm not 100 percent sure what they use, and this website takes fucking forever. So, uh, they don't say you stupid. <laughs> fucking article. Jesus Christ. Uh well, if anybody knows the answer to that question. <laughs> uh You know what sound effect I I've been meaning to get and I keep forgetting that oops, sorry. Sound that uh price is right. Like I do have the uh buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or or even this like my pathetic attempt at trying to search for the answer (laughs) (laughs) i kind of like that yeah it kind of lilts back up just yeah oh it's that sitcom-y sitcom-ish uh let's see all right so all right well let's I guess let's get into this other half of this, so or the other portion of this. So yeah. Um, okay. So we had been starting a thing where we review albums. Yes. And um, uh, there's this album that I have been really into. Um, it's great. Uh, here it loads, and yeah, it's uh, it's by a band called the Black Pumas, and uh, Puma. it's awesome. Puma, the Black Puma. Uh, it's very very good. Um, it is kind of like an old soul sounding album in a way. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's just two guys, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me see if I can pull that info up here. But yeah, they uh uh you can tell one guy's definitely probably got a uh a, like a gospel background. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Somebody Yeah. So this is from Wikipedia. Uh Black Pumas is an American psychedelic soul. Oh. Oh, there you go. Uh band based in Austin. Oh, cool. Led by singer Eric Burton. <laughs> That's a good music name. Um and <laughs> guitarist producer Adrian Quesada. I almost said quesadilla. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like quesadilla. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the group received its first Grammy Award nomination in 2020 for Best New Artist. That's cool. Um, let's see. Well, I I don't know who else has been nominated, but uh, I think Billie Eilish is the one that won that. She won Best New Artist, I think. Deserved. Yeah, that was a really good album too. Yeah, uh, but this is a this is a really good album as well. Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, so they uh, the duo formed in 2017 and released their debut album Black Pumas uh, last year on June 21st, 2019. They performed a or at South by Southwest in 2019 and won a Best New Band trophy. Oh. At the Austin Music Awards, they were nominated for a Grammy Award. Uh, I almost said quesadilla again. Sorry. 
Quesada was a member of Latin funk group Grupo Fantasma. Oh. When it won the Grammy Award for Best Latin Rock, Urban, or Alternative Album for 2010 album El Existencial. That's pretty yeah. good pronunciation. Yeah, not bad. Um, not bad. And when it was previously nominated for the same award in 2008 for uh, Sonidos Gold, or Gold. <laughs> <laughs> gold. Gold. Uh, Sonidos Gold. Sonidos Gold. Uh, through a mutual friend, Quesada, <laughs> uh, connected with Burton, who had been a singer-songwriter in Austin, busking his way from Los Angeles. Uh, Quesada felt that Burton's vocals were a match for the retro funk R&B flavored tracks that he had been working on, and the two joined forces in 2018 as Black Pumas were working out their material in the studio and on stage. Uh, they had a residency in Austin. Uh, their singles "Black Moon Rising" and "Fire," uh, two of which we should probably listen to because those yeah. are really good. Both, yeah. I mean, the whole album is great. Um, uh, we'll hear that. Nobody else will. But um, I probably could have not said anything. Yeah. I actually, uh, <laughs> I had plugged something and popped. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, the duo self-titled album uh, was called Perfectly Realized by The Guardian, while Pitchfork described the band's sound as acutely cinematic, and Rolling Stone complimented frontman Eric Burton's timeless, charismatic energy. Uh, they perform Colors on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, yeah, so... And performed on Ellen, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Coachella. Um, <laughs> Coachella was the one that caught you? Using. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's... Coachella? if they were on this year's Coachella, then... They're, they didn't play Coachella. That's why I hesitated. Oh, but well, yeah, that's true. Wikipedia hasn't been updated, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's them on Wikipedia. So let me plug this in. And yeah, no, I I had never, oh, I didn't realize I had heard this album before until you told me that we were you know, going to review it today. Yeah. Billy's been playing this at work on and off for the last month, month and a half. Mm-hmm. So I've been hearing it, not knowing what it was, and I and I said this to Billy when I figured it when he, when I figured it out yesterday. It was like I thought this was a retro. I, I thought this was an old blues R and B album from the seventies that I had just managed to miss somehow. Yeah, it's really I really like it. It sounds like that, like the way it's recorded and just kind of the instruments that they use. So, uh, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's start with well, yeah. The I think the oh yeah, Black Moon Rising and Fire were the two singles. So. Yeah. Uh, well, let's just start with the opening track because that's how the album kicks off, and you get a very quick idea of how the rest of the album is going to. Yes, you the do. The vibe that they're putting off. Yes, it doesn't stray too far from that Black Moon Rising song. So um, I'm just gonna test this real quick and make yeah. sure I'm not going to blow our heads off and then I'll uh, see here okay, okay. Our, our heads did not explode That's so we're true. good uh, alright switch this back on 
All right, so uh, this song is called Black Moon Rising. This is one of their singles. It's uh, pretty sweet. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. got good really nice old sounding reverb on the yeah on the guitars and and this guy's voice especially on this track mm-hmm. sounds like he came straight out of the Reverend Al Green school of singing yeah so good yeah it is It's really his voice that carries all the way through that hook. Yeah. There we go. That's better. It was a little left heavy. I couldn't figure out why. It's one of the channels on the interface got turned out a little bit. Ah. Sounds like a Mellotron. And it's got a 73 suitcase or a Horlitzer in there, too. (laughs) This is actually the first time I've heard it with uh, headphones on. Oh, that sounds great in the phones. Mm-hmm. I usually, uh, uh, I'm just listening to that speaker at work usually. Right. I mean, it definitely has that, I mean, it's got a modern sound to it, but it's definitely got that mid-70s R&B. Yeah. Groove to it. Yeah, it sounds like old instruments. <laughs> yeah. They were actually in the oh. area recently. Uh, they were at some record shop like a couple of months ago. They did like an acoustic set. Oh, I bet that was good. Yeah. That would be fun to watch. Great track. That is a good track. They're all really good. Yeah, They're they all, are too. Like The whole thing is really solid. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's not often you'll. I get kind of picky. Yeah. So it's not often you'll hear me say, "Not a bad track on the album." Mm-hmm. Not a bad track on this. Yeah, it's not like one. No filler, really. Yeah. It's actually kind of hard to pick the songs. Because uh, <laughs> uh, you know you could almost just go straight through it. Uh, yeah, but that's a, that's a great opening track for this album too. Because it, it, you're absolutely right. It that's kind of right in the center of what they do. Yeah, and and the rest of the album never strays too far away from it, and yet, yeah, each piece has a, each each track has its own feel, its own vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna play Colors. This this one is yeah. the uh, it's the second song on the album. Um, so it follows the one we just listened to. Uh, I'll try not to play them all in order, but <laughs> uh, yeah. But sometimes track continuity matters. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. Um, I mean that's the order I've been listening to them, and yeah. so the but yeah, Colors. I think they played on one of those late night shows. Kimmel. Yeah. I think it said. Uh, so yeah, this is colors. Oh yeah. It's a cool little acoustic start. Oh, I've never heard the organ in the left either because I'm always listening to it on the speakers. Yeah. Well, if it's just. I woke up to the morning sky first. If it's just the two dudes. Yeah. How many tracks are they laying down here? Yeah. Because this stuff is thick. Yeah. There's at least. I mean, there's like a electric piano on the right and an organ on the left, and then yeah. it sounds like a couple guitars, bass, drums, bass, and bass, and the bass drum. Yeah. Bass and bass drum are right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got you've got a verbed out guitar in the left, along with the organ. Yeah. Oh, here the groove starts to open up here. It sound a lot better in the headphones. Yeah, it does too. <laughs> Yeah, this is much different than always listening to it mono like we Yeah. You know. And it just so happened when I when I listened to the album again last night, I only had one one I only had one bud in. Oh yeah. So I was only hearing it parts of it, you know, I had my, my right ear in, but Yeah. Dude, coming up right here. Yeah. Oh, that's much different. Who's who? Who has the producer credit on this? I think it's Quesadilla. <laughs> uh, Eric Casada. Yeah. <laughs> Now that I'm here in the full mix, yeah. whoever did the production on this, 
they can they can work in my studio any day of the week. Yeah. It's just a figure of speech. I don't actually have a studio. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, it's the guy that does all the instrumentation. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's Quesada. Quesada. Yeah. Talented musician. If he's if he's playing all these tracks, he's good. Yeah. And see in this track, he's got kind of a Sam Cooke vibe to his vocal. Yeah. This guy's. Both of these guys are really talented. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff that's... Uh, like a lot of the songs sound a lot like Al Green. Yeah, yeah, he's really... Yeah, he... This dude listened to a lot of Al Green growing up. Mm-hmm. Guarantee it. Yeah, and why not? It's in his range. It's right in his wheelhouse. Yeah, you could tell he probably spent a lot of time in a church, too. Oh, yeah. Church choirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're uh, it's pretty cool. They're nothing like growing up singing in a southern church choir, man. Yeah, <laughs> some of the best some of the best vocalists I've ever heard have come from southern church choirs. Yeah, yeah. Dang, I I thought I had something on here. Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I on the soundboard, but I don't even have it plugged in, so we wouldn't have heard it. <clears throat> make make a note. Make a note. Yeah. No, I mean, it's something I already have on the computer. I just haven't loaded it into... Oh, here. Uh, we might be able to hear it out of the computer speakers. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, uh, we, we were talking about uh, church choirs, so... <laughs> Do you hear that? Yeah, you definitely need to load that on for the next show. Yeah. Sam now from where uh, <laughs> that's one of my favorite South Park clips. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, let's get into another song here. So, yeah. fire, fire. Yeah, we'll do the sing the other single next. Guys, almost got that Bond guitar yeah. vibe going on. Wait, pause it for a second. All right. For vocal nuts like me, mm-hmm. other than Black Moon Rising, yeah, no track on this album does he sound more like Al Green oh, than yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if if you're a fan of Al Green out there, listen to how this guy. He yeah. had to spend hours singing along with Al Green yeah. to sound like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, song Fire. Yeah. I'm trouble not humming into the mic. <laughs> See? 
fading that organ in slowly yeah. into the right side. Really yeah. nice touch. Drum beat. Yeah. It's funny too, like tambourines. When you hear them on speakers, you always just kind of they just blend in everything. But when you listen in headphones, you're just like, "There's the tambourine." Exactly. It's one of the more underrated instruments. Because anybody can play it. Well, not anybody. Uh, and, oh, God, what's the joke about the tambourine? Damn it. <laughs> oh, dang it. Uh, wow, the way he did a great job engineering this track, too. The way he's placed everything in the stereo field. Yeah. It's great. Chris Rock joke. It was from a special called Tambourine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There it is again. engineers a lot yeah oh they can make or break your mm-hmm. make or break your stuff yeah without question like a sound guy absolutely like a sound guy all right so man great track i'm gonna great track i'm gonna uh, just read some of the shows that might happen <laughs> <laughs> um they're supposed to play in austin on the 8th and 9th of may uh and then they go to Pennsylvania and then South Carolina and Pennsylvania. So they're playing a lot. They end up going to Europe in June and July. 
Yeah, those will all be dicey. Yeah. The way things are going, because we haven't even peaked yet. And look, look. Yeah. They're doing a lot of European dates towards the end of the year, so hopefully this yeah, will they, all be... Yeah, they'd be okay by then. Yeah. Hopefully. I know everything we've had booked for the last... <laughs> everything we have booked through May has been canceled. Yeah, everything. that's insane. But people are starting to rebook those gigs in June, so I guess people are looking down the road and saying, okay, yeah, maybe maybe summertime will be safe. Yeah. God. Yeah. Back to the sure. music. Here we go. I got this. <laughs> oh, damn it. I forgot my computer's not plugged in. I had a perfect sound drop. Um, um, all right. <laughs> it was all these Indians. Indians, that sounded mean, but they're from mm-hmm. India. Indians. Right. right. Um, As opposed to Native Americans. Right. They're, yeah. they're actually There's Indians. A bunch of okay. Indians. <laughs> uh, they were chanting, like, uh, go Corona, Corona, go, go Corona. <laughs> I'll play when I plug the computer back in. Um Oh, this song is one of my favorite songs because it's got like a really cool, uh, I think, I guess it's a vibraphone or just like some sort of Ooh, xylophone. Which in it. which one is this? I Know You Better. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love this song. I've never heard the snare drum reverb because I've never listened to it on headphones. <laughs> Pumas mm-hmm. on the people broadcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I we'll have to actually. There's a little social media spot at the beginning of this. We'll have to, we'll have to redo that with your voice. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun doing spots. Yeah, yeah. I uh, oh, see. This one when I hear it coming from the other room at work. I'll, it'll get my head bopping at my at my bench. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like the first four songs on the album. We played the third and the fourth one, flip flop. Right. I mean, so far. Like uh, you know, I, I hope anybody listening is getting the idea. Like, it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Blake and I found this by accident. Actually. Uh, we were just looking for a movie, and we saw this album cover, and we started playing it, and we just sat here and listened to it instead of watching a movie. We were just like, <laughs> "What the fuck? How did we not ever hear about this?" That's what's cool about new music sometimes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, especially when something really cool just pops up out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of as you, as you sort of get older, too, you don't really pay as much attention to new stuff. So when something new comes out and it's really good, it's kind of refreshing. Yeah, very much so. I liked it so much I didn't even realize it was new. Right, yeah. Well, that's what's funny, too, is like new music is, in order to sound awesome, has to sound old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to use old instruments and old techniques. And... Well, you know, the uh, 
not to take time away from the black pumas, but mm-hmm. uh, we mentioned Eilish earlier. Yeah. You know, I, I remember because the first time I heard that was at, at the place we work as well. Yeah. And I remember the first time it ran back there. And I was like, ooh, that was interesting. Yeah. And then, like the next day we played it again. Yeah. I was like, okay, who is this? And yeah. I finally had to go back and look. Yeah, that album's really good too. Surprisingly good. And I tr- I avoided it. I I tried not to listen to it. And then it was the same thing. I just kind of heard it, and I was like, "Well, I really like that song. That was really good." And then like a couple more songs later, I was like, "Well, that was a really good song too." And, and the more I listened to it, I was like, "Every song on this album's pretty good." Yeah. Yeah, she deserved every reward reward she got, in my opinion. I do. I think so too. Like, uh, people not might not like her just because of the way she acts or the way she appears, but, you know, or even the way she sings, but right. whatever, like, she's making good music, so Very much it doesn't so. matter how she sings as long as it sounds good. Because I'm, I'm kind of curmudgeonly these days. I really am. I never thought I would be, but I've become quite curmudgeonly yeah. where music's concerned. And so, you know, when something new grabs my attention... Yeah. That's not a common thing. Yeah. But it is becoming more common of late here the last two years. Been a lot of artists that started coming around. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I mean, I think uh, there was a. Um, I've noticed, like, in at least in my lifetime, music's been kind of cyclical between, oh, like, definitely. really, really dumb and then really, really, or not really, really, but. Um, you know, I'm speaking in extremes, but neither one has really been in extremes. But like, you know, dumbed down music to better music. <laughs> that didn't sound any better. But <laughs> I, I like and how- more complex, thought out music than I do like kind of dumbed down stuff. I don't mind the dumbed down stuff because it's fun to listen to sometimes. Cause you don't have to think about it. But I prefer something that you could tell had thought and effort put into it I've, I've got no problem with the well-crafted three-minute pop song yeah but yeah. yeah i'm like you though i prefer more complicated mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. Uh, stuff with a little more artistic uh nuance yeah. to it i don't want to sound too jack ashes ass yeah. assish assish <clears throat> yeah the uh yeah no i mean me too i think um that's just kind of natural, I think. If you start playing an instrument, you're kind of blown away by people who uh, kill it on it. So yeah. Um, all right. Sorry, folks. I apologize. <laughs> oh God! I wish I had the fucking keyboard. I got that fucking. This cur- is not a COVID cough. Yeah, I swear, yeah. this is not a COVID cough. <laughs> Here, we'll drown you out. Thanks. It's, it's yeah. uh, October thirty-three. So, I mean, this is another one of my favorite songs on the album. It's a little bit. More mellow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Broken record time. Yeah. This track sounds really good in the headphones. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay, so when you pull this album up and listen to it without us jabbering over the top of it, listen to it through phones or buds or something. Yeah. It does or a good get the vinyl I bet this sounds awesome on vinyl oh I bet it does too on my soul's back like and I can hear and I think this is their only album so 
Like if you go searching for black pumas, it's the one with two out, two pumas kind of crossed like the yin yang, and it just says black pumas on it. Yeah, Unless black. You get some weird limited edition. I don't know if it will. Black and red. I think. The, yeah, looks kind of like a black cat label. Right. Yeah, uh, my only complaint about this song is the hi-hat. Yeah. I don't like what he's doing on it, but whatever. That's just a stupid thing. I would have done something different, but whatever. Right. This isn't my album. He's not reviewing my album on his podcast. <laughs> That'd be the, called the one thing. Quesadilla Corner. Quesadilla Corner, right. <laughs> Sorry again, Quesada. It's just really close to Quesadilla. It's only like three letters away. Right. <laughs> Especially if you're reading it. Jesus. Exactly. Let's see it in the present. Conga's in there. So the first song was some hand drums. Right. Sounds like a cajon in there. Yeah, there might be one in there. Definitely sounds like wood being slapped. Yeah. Check out this dude. Yeah. It's just, just these little, he does these little things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Al Green. Yeah. That. Yeah. The way he does that. I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuzzy guitar. Yeah. Love fuzzy guitar. String accents yeah. in in the choruses. I wonder if it's a Mellotron. It sort of it's, sounds it sort sounds, of eerie, like one. It, it, I'm saying it's a really well crafted synth patch. Yeah, but there's there's Mellotron elements in there. You can hear that airy, and that sort of wavery, like right, right, right. Like phase. Well, it's it, yeah, it's the it's the vibration you get in the tape on the Mellotron, yeah. which is why it's so hard to mimic. The sound of a Mellotron. Yeah. The, the tape wobble. And I am so showing my age by knowing that. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> well, that's... I I got that Mellotron app on here. And, uh... Yeah, but that's a decent... That's a decent Mellotron app. Yeah. On this iPad. Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, I read the review on their website, and... Robert Fripp left him a review, which I'm slightly skeptical of. He doesn't seem like a review-leaving kind of guy, but he said that uh, they started taking that on tour with him 
instead of lugging a melot- actual Mellotrons well, around. I will tell you this about Robert Fripp. It's surprisingly, when he when he finds a product that he actually likes, yeah, he will pimp that shit nonstop. <laughs> so that doesn't surprise me that Fripp would do that. Yeah, he hasn't really changed his rig much, I guess. No. <laughs> well, why would giant he? Giant rack. Why would he? He's yeah. fucking Robert Fripp. Yeah. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't carry it around. He's got three roadies that push that shit around for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't know if you've seen him recently. Mm-hmm. He now has two racks that he sits behind him in a V, and he sits in the middle of the racks on his stool. Yeah. Just doing his. <laughs> just doing his. Insane noodling, noodling. Yeah, that yes. is very noodly what he does. Oh, he's one of my heroes. Would be nice. <laughs> no, I mean I like. Him too. <laughs> I know you do. I know you. Do. Yeah, the uh, yeah. We'll have to review a King Crimson album. Fuck oh yeah. yeah. Well, and I know which one to review. Discipline. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, That's the one classic. I know the best. Classic. I know that one. Large and, tongue and aspic is great. Yeah. Thrack, I know which is Thrack a really later. well. Yeah, that's a great album too. But oh god, Power to Believe, I know really well. Right. Um. Yeah, he also did the. Uh, I think he did something. Or Adrian Ballou did something with Danny Carey and. Oh yeah. Somebody else. Yeah, he did that trio. I want to say um, it was Les Claypool, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was Claypool. Uh, it was a been. crazy good bass player like that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really good bass player. Adrian and Adrian Ballou. Danny it's either Carey. 1980. It was Les Claypool. It was Claypool. What yeah, was it called? It was his solo album called Side One, and then I think they did like a Side Two and a... Oh, yeah. I never... I've, I've, I know of its existence. I've never heard it. Yeah. And I'm a Blue fan. A, mm-hmm. Very, he released a very, very interesting album or two uh, back in the early '80s. Yeah, uh, one is called the uh, Blue Rhino or Lost Rhino, something, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Interesting album. Yeah, all of his solo stuff is really interesting. Yeah, not necessarily uh, mass appeal kind of no, stuff. Yeah, for sure not. <laughs> Very niche, but yeah, it is. But quite entertaining if you, you like gotta listen shit. to it. Like, well, I mean, unless you're a huge fan, like you really gotta listen to it like ten to twenty times to really even start to pick up what he's kind of going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of do, but it's pretty out there. And one of my friends, Philip, if he's listening to this, he's probably being like, "Are you fucking serious, Billy?" But <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> Like that Mr. Musichead album is the first one that I listened to. As That's a solo. such a good album. It is, but it's such weird. Such a good album. Well, it, it is kind of quirky. I wouldn't call it weird. Yeah. But, but yeah, I get it. I get it. I understand. But like it's such a good album. that whole Daddy song? That one. Well, but that's, that's a weird a, song. but that's actually his daughter singing with him. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. Um, well, that makes it less weird. Yeah, exactly. It, it kind of does. But the uh, the the Rhino, uh, uh, God, why, why am I spacing on the name of the album? That came out in the same time frame as yeah. they were doing those uh, the the Red, Yellow, and Blue Crimson albums. So oh, yeah. Discipline, it was in that same time frame. Yeah. So there's kind Lone of Rhino, Lone Rhino, Lone Rhino. That's it. So there were kind of elements of the stuff he was contributing. Yeah. With Crimson. 
and you yeah. can kind of hear it, but you could also hear kind of that leftover Zappa element from the late mid to late seventies when Blue was with Zappa. Yeah, interesting. And then Blue's just damned quirky on his own, so that's on top of it. Yeah, he's a, he's a strange dude. <laughs> yeah, but a talented guitar player. Yeah, very talented guitar player, and not a bad vocalist. Yeah, either. he's a good singer. He sounds uh. Got kind of a John Lennon sound on some stuff. Is it John Lennon I'm thinking of? No, I might be not thinking of the same thing. Uh, no, not definitely not. I don't know. That was a <laughs> stupid thing to say. Take two. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> God. What a busy day. Yeah, yeah. Trying not to rub my fucking face. Exactly. That's why I like to get home because I'm like, oh. Could rub my face. <laughs> wash my, go, go wash my hands and then just sit here and rub my eyes for like 30 seconds and be like, oh. Exactly. Um, all right. So this okay. song is called, well, based on what I just said, we'll play <laughs> the song called Old Man. <laughs> okay. Come on. There we go. Oh yeah, I know this song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Stinging a little bit. <laughs> Gotta be careful. Yeah. Fucking Corona. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's so weird. It is. Bizarre. Like, equally weird how people are behaving. Yeah. I mean, it's. And it makes you feel like you should freak out more. You know, I, this is one of those deals. I mean, it's serious. Yeah. And we need to be careful. And right. we need to pay attention and look out for one another. Yeah. But why the fuck do we have to go buy all the toilet paper? I don't get that either. And buy all the eggs and all the milk. Yeah. I don't get it, that. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. None of those things are going to stop the spread of COVID. Yeah. Yes, a lot of people, society's getting so, shut down, but by the same token, they're not going to shut the grocery stores. They're not going to shut the stuff down that we all need to survive. Yeah. There are going to be stores open. Yeah. Just get what you need. Yeah. And after last year, a few days, yeah. but leave stuff on the shelves for everybody else so yeah. that we can all get through this. Yeah. It's one thing to think. Be cautious. It's another thing to lose your damn mind. Right. Yeah. 
Is and I'm sure the black pubis appreciate us talking about coronavirus all over this song. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. It's, it yeah, pervades every song called Old Man, too. We're sitting here bitching about <laughs> a disease. It's somehow appropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. That's just a weird time it to is, be alive. It, it is. It's, it's bizarre. <laughs> and you know, I've. I've it, this isn't my first pandemic either. I was around for SARS and I was around for the swine flu and we were all around for the avian flu a few years back. Yeah. But yeah. it's the first one we've lost our minds over. Yeah, big time. Now the speed and and, and I know the speed it's moving, it's everybody's wanting to blame but find somebody to blame. There's nobody to blame but the Chinese and the only reason to blame yeah. them is they've been hiding the shit from us yeah. and let it get out of hand before they finally fessed up. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I thought that was funny the other day. I guess Trump Trump called it the Chinese flu and somebody in the <laughs> media junket was like do you uh do you want to take back what you said about calling uh the coronavirus the uh chinese virus and he was like it's from china it's from china (laughs) we have confirmation it came from china oh fucking say what you want about him he's not wrong orange orange man bad yeah no, he's he's <laughs> probably should not be calling it that. But no, well, you know, it's no, it it's no different. It, I mean, people, a lot of people like to be really, really picky about Trump, but it's no mm-hmm. different than us looking back in history and calling the Spanish flu the Spanish flu. Yeah, you know, the Spanish flu didn't actually originate in Spain. Mm-hmm. It's what was actually going on was Spain was one of the countries that was least affected by it. Yeah. So they were the country able to effectively get news out of Europe to oh, the West. Wow. And know. we started we started calling it the Spanish flu because <laughs> all the news about the flu was coming from Spain. That makes sense. Yeah. Bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that's so, hilarious. Yeah. So, you know, the Spanish flu didn't really come from Spain. And Trump's, if he wants to yeah. call it the, the, the Chinese virus, well, then <laughs> yeah. he's, he's got a right. Because it did come from China, the yeah. wet markets in Wuhan, mm-hmm. or Wuhan, 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 Wuhan province. Yeah, Wuhan, Wuhan. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna play this next one. Uh, that was a great track. You know, at the beginning of that track, it, you could you almost think it was two different guys singing because he's in he's in his lower register in the first part of that track. Yeah, and then he goes up into his normal register and it's like. Oh, there's that voice. Yeah. But it's the same dude on both, you know. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, this is the song that's right before Old Man. This is Stay Gold. Uh, stay. Stay. Gold. 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 <laughs> gold. Sonita's Gold. I've heard it, it just didn't sound that rich and full yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. Folks, seriously, headphones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
sorry, the bass didn't just automatically jump. That was me singing along with the bass line. <laughs> hear a vocal following a bass line like that or a bass line following a vocal like that yeah yeah that was usually a vocal starts to stray away from write his own melody at least yeah yeah but but again you go back to that golden era of this style of R&B in the early 70s yeah it was a fairly common trick yeah, you just lock into the groove. Yeah, yeah. And that, actually, that's it's these kind of bass lines that inspired me when I was younger. Yeah. Because I'm much more of a... Like, we have friends at work that play bass. They can play all these fancy licks and, you yeah. know, slap and pop. I'm... I always prefer just laying in the pocket and, mm-hmm. you know, just doing my thing, making the butts move, as I like to say. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Much more of a rhythm player. Yeah. I even tried back in, in the days when I was doing originals and writing my own bass lines and stuff, and we were fairly proggy. You know, we, we had prog elements to what we did. But I was always a fairly kind of Chris Squire-ish in the fact that I was always kind of a melodic bass player. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm right, I'm always writing counter melodies. And, you know, yeah. I, love, I love that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it, one of my favorite things is just to turn my brain off. Mm-hmm. Drop back and just lay back into the pocket and just go. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I like hitting a really deep note on the bass and just feeling like it, especially if the guitars are hitting the same note. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's actually one of the reasons I don't play five string very often because I, I don't like the voicing getting below what the guitar is capable of doing. I'd rather go up on the neck to hit those same notes. Yeah. Yeah, the five string didn't work in it. Some applications for sure. Well, but, but with metal or with modern prog, you almost you almost have to have a five string to hit. Yeah. To hit some of those. Yeah, those deep notes. Yeah. Sound start sounding a lot more evil. Yeah. Yeah. Like a low B or a low C on a five string. That's a deep looking note. Low low B on a five string. I yeah. love that. Just that open. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I love that. And, you know, as soon as I tell all of my bass buddies that I'm doing this podcast, mm-hmm. we're going to start getting an influx of bass players listening to this thing. Yeah, nice, nice. Two specific ones from Europe. Who, <laughs> so we'll have to watch the listens, and if uh, here in the next couple of episodes we start seeing a little, a little pocket in London, yeah, I'll know exactly who it is. Nice, nice. Yeah, we're available on all platforms. Yes. All episodes. All episodes, all platforms. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Spotify. Yeah. You can you can find us wherever you prefer to listen to your podcast. Yeah. Google Play. Right. Po- uh, Pocket Cast. 
Look at us just throwing a commercial for our uh, own podcast right in the middle of our own podcast. Yeah, that was really kind of that was really kind of cool. Uh, tune in if you ask Alexa to play us; it, she'll play it. Right. If you uh, are into that bugging your house kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> Good oh, luck with that. Good luck with that one. Yeah. Um, in fact, if you have Alexa, no, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, listen to it on it. Um, some of it's not safe for work, by the way. No, no, not safe. Especially for work. if we check out this e fucked site. Yeah, oh, yeah, please. Yeah, that uh, he who will, re- will remain edited at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we have to remember to yeah. do that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> be hearing uh, about that one next week yeah uh but yeah <coughs> so that's uh let's see let's pick one more so we only guys... have three more on the album i don't want to play the entire album but we've already played all right there's only three more to go yeah we got time we got time all right yeah they're not long songs uh this one's called confines oh yeah i like this too oh yeah Got that skipping, yeah, that skipping snare in it. Life is just what is what does Blake call him? Walking drum lines. Yeah, yeah. Do that before. A little bam, 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 bam. In the right. Well, yeah, no. If you listen, that organ's buried way, way in the back of the mix. Yeah. And you don't hear that out of one speaker. Yeah. Dude's voice. Ah. Yeah, he just slips right into that falsetto, and he's and he's expressive. Yeah. He's emotive. Mm-hmm. His voice carries a lot of power. Without he's pretty it being, ballsy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes for it. Oh, he definitely goes for it at times. Yeah. See, he's got that. He's got that drawn out vibrato yeah. like Al Green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fits with this. Oh, it definitely genre does. really well. Definitely does. Like that old, like little amp or uh, old pedal sound. And you know, I'm gonna double down now. Hearing this thing in the headphones, yeah. re- this this is such a throwback to the sev- early '70s. Hate the, the the golden era of of this style of R&B. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good stuff. Yeah. It's- and it, and it doesn't, I must admit, it does not bother me at all knowing that these cats are from Texas. Right, yeah. <laughs> doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, it does make me feel good. 
really like that track. Mm-hmm. And see, this is what I always hear at work. Yeah. The strings, the yeah. string out here. Oh, do you hear the mass yeah, stuff the in the reverb. back? Yeah. Yeah, he's got like the. That's cool. It's like they faded out the entire thing except for the horns, but left the stereo reverb and everything else in the left. Yeah. Very, very cool. That's cool. Uh, right. Two more. Touch the sky. Touch the sky, touch. not touch this guy. Yeah, touch the sky. Yeah. It's really nice sounding reverb. That's either yeah. a really nice room or it's a really nice plug-in. Yeah. Well, since it's on every track, it could almost every track it could yeah. be either or. Yeah. pretty blown away if I find out that this was recorded in this dude's bedroom. Yeah, no doubt. It's very possible now these days. Oh, listen. Listen to the chorus on the dude's voice. Yeah. You can just kind of hear the tail. Yeah. this album like 10 times I know. before just listening to it in the phones. Yeah, I mean, I've listened to the shit out of this, but I'm yeah. hearing things I haven't heard before. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I do listen to it on a like a line array PA system true. most of the time. But, true. But those sound really good. They really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. I don't want to give them an advertisement. But well, we're not going to mention good. Yeah, we're not going to mention their name. But they do sound good. Mm-hmm. And I've, this is probably... Now, of course, we're at work when, when you're playing this thing. So I've probably heard this album seven or eight times, I would guess. Plus, yeah. I listened to it yesterday. Yeah. And I like it more. The more I listen to it, the more I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it almost kind of like the first couple times I listened to it, I was like, uh, do I really like it as much as I think I do? <laughs> and then I was playing it for other people or, or showing it to other people, and they were just like, this is really good. I'm like, yeah, yeah. it is, right? It really is. That's another thing with new music, too. I'm always like, is this good? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should follow my own rule. My own rule, like with audio engineering or producing, is uh, if it sounds good, it is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figure if I don't have any direct emotional connection to the piece, meaning I didn't write, write it or perform on it, and I'm listening to it and I happen to notice my foot's tapping. Yeah. That's real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and when this, the this album kicks in. <laughs> yeah, this album had my foot tapping through from the first listen. Oh yeah. Matter of fact, I remember the first time I re- cognizantly remember you playing it at work. Yeah. I had to stop and come walk around the corner and just stand there and listen. Yeah, I a remember that. Times. You're like, what the fuck? What is the hell this? is this? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Billy can Billy can always. Oh man, I just made That's this. Right. I just peeked it. Billy can always tell because <laughs> I will. I'll come around the. Well, I'll come around the corner. What the fuck are you listening to, dude? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Or, or he'll or he'll play. He'll. It's guaranteed if you put Foxtrot on. Oh I'm yeah. I'm gonna come walk around the corner when supper's ready. Plays and stand there for a minute. Yeah. It's guaranteed. Yeah, I like playing Genesis at work. Yeah. <laughs> But, any, but, but Billy will, Billy's good at playing stuff I've never heard before. It's you know, like this. Oh, and yeah. so when he, when he plays something I'm digging, I'll, I will. I'll, uh, every time I'll walk around the corner and just kind of, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to play some of those albums, too. Like that Mouse on the Keys album that I always play. Yeah, that album a, is fucking that's incredible. A, that's a good one. It is. That's a good one. And like that's their, that's their third album, I think. And they're all really good. I play all of them all the time. But that third album, it sounds, it's got a lot more like, uh, it sounds like program stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot more guest vocals and guest instrumentation and stuff. Right. Uh, like there's this one song on that album. I kind of want to play it. Oh, we've got one track to go. Yeah, we got one more track for Black Pumas. <laughs> I, wanna, I don't want to play Mouse on the Keys. Okay. Yeah, that. This is Black Pumas episode. This is Black Pumas episode. Yeah. So Mouse, Mouse on the, the Keys, keys later. You could wait later. Yeah. And it would completely change the vibe too. Oh, it totally would. Yeah. This is a nice kind of mellow swinging R and B album. And yeah. Yeah. The Mouse on the Keys is not so. No. Um, all right. Sweet conversations. Final song. Final track. We went through the whole album. The only Final tracks track. that we switched. Uh, we, we switched, switched the three and four. Three and four. And, and then six and six, seven. Uh, Five, six yeah, and six, seven. Six yeah. and seven, yeah. Old man and stay gold. Stay gold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sweet conversations. Sweet conversations. No, I started oh, yeah, sounding like Cajun. Song's beautiful. Yeah, this is pretty. This is a good song to end an album with, too. Yeah. I've never heard the birds tweeting in the background. Yeah. You could just, at work, you could just kind of hear the ambience of it. You yeah. can't really hear the, what's causing it. Notice that, too. And while it fits completely, this track has a totally different feel to it from everything else on the Yeah. That clacking in the right, too. Yeah. That, that's got a spring reverb on to it. Yeah, it does. And you, you hear the spring go every now and then. Yeah. It also kind of sounds like a bird right there. Yeah. Yeah. You can hear that metal spring rattling in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a... It's yeah. like when you're in an empty room and you clap your hands, you get that stutter. But it's like they've got one big ass loose spring inside that reverb tank. Yeah. And they got a mic right up on it. Yeah. Just cranked a tent. Yeah. Sweet 
such a chill tune. Mm-hmm. Sometimes wonder if like that reverse spring sound like it's hard to explain to somebody like yeah what that is yeah like you have to be able to hear it right and if you don't like that was obvious that, that was, one that, that just clacked yeah. yeah yeah that was a huge one uh if you don't know what you're listening for i wonder if you would ever hear it i mean you'd probably see, notice it in a way a, see that's a tough one and and i would argue it's kind of like a tree falls in a forest thing oh <laughs> uh, yeah a little bit no, I would I would argue that because we're musicians, yeah, and because we understand engineering, yeah, we'll never actually know the answer yeah, to that question. True. Yeah, it's kind of like that well, the philosophical question, like if, if the color that I see is, is red or what I consider red, uh, if what you see I would see is green, but like your red is my green. But when we look at it, we both see red. Right. You know what I'm talking about? No. There's like this old thing where it's like, is like pretty much like, is, is red the same for me as it is for you? Like, we could both look at red. Like, I could point to something red right now, and we could both say, yeah, that's red. But are we truly seeing the exact same color? Oh, like, oh, is our perception oh. of the color different? Like, do you see, oh, I see what, you're saying. what I would consider blue or green? Uh, I am know. I seeing the I'm same? I'm fucking the question uh, up. Yeah. It, basically, am I seeing the same hue that you see? Yeah. Or the same exact color? Whereas yeah. what you see as red, I may see as more greenish, and what I see yeah. as red, you may see as more yellowish. Or even just a completely different color. Or even a completely different yeah. color altogether. So yeah, that's the black pumas. The black pumas. Puma. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, I just noticed our, our tracks are flipped. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I, I, I hooked up the... Yeah. That, I, I sorry, up, we, can, we can see the... Uh, we, we can see the... Track names. Track names yeah. as, as, we're, as we're doing the podcast. And I... Uh, yeah, I flipped them. I, I actually... Because I was using those cloud lifters. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, I was c- just cleaning the cables up a little bit back there, and I was like, "Why well, don't I have like all these really nice preamps? And why are we not? <laughs> why are we not using the preamps? Which makes so, perfect sense." So yeah, if the levels sound- are a little weird. It seems like they're okay. Uh, yeah, we've only clipped twice, I think, and I don't even think you'll be able to hear those once I put the. Yeah, no, the once you went to the on. yeah, yeah, you won't hear it. Well, it was just me doing my bark laugh. That oh just yeah, kind of jumps out some. From yeah, I do that sometimes too. Like if you just a little bit too close, you're like hack. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see uh, what I got on here. Oh yeah, this is that Corona thing I was trying oh, to yeah. play earlier. <laughs> uh, here we go. Corona go. Go Corona! Go Corona! Go Go It's funny watching the video because they're not really saying it with any conviction at all. I challenge you. I challenge you at some point tomorrow. Come walk by my bench and say Corona go. Go Corona. Go Corona. And I'll 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 
chime in behind you like the other guys and see if we see if we can get it to catch on that, in the store tomorrow. That joke will be relevant for a while, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, just like Epstein didn't kill himself humor, that one won't be or funny. Harambe. Or Harambe humor. Yeah. That the Harambe humor is still funny to me, and it's been years since Harambe died. Yeah. Yeah, I that. just uh, first viral gorilla ever, <laughs> or maybe not. Uh, there was an early gorilla that like talked maybe to Robin not. Williams. What was that? Oh, gorilla's name? Um, Coco. Coco. Yeah, Coco. Coco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that that, that could do knew all the signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coco. Brilliant. Brilliant. That was really cool. Yeah. We don't want to get too far into monkey news. We were watching Ricky Gervais earlier. <laughs> That's their thing. That's their thing, right. Exactly. And I can't do that thing that Ricky does. No. Uh, what sucks is I have a chimp sound on the computer, too, but it's not loaded either. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. Okay, so what So what all do we have on the soundboard? All right. Well, I got, like, little theme songs. So we got played Jeopardy earlier. Right. This is... Uh, <laughs> the more you the know. The more you know. Yeah. Uh, got this one. Uh, okay. It's fucking dramatic. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, this one's pretty creepy. It's the horror hit. Right? That's like. That's, Don't go out of the You know the what park that is? Alone. That's when you're in your bathroom and you got the medicine cabinet open and you shut, shut the it. thing and, there it's a, and it's a mirror. That's and, right. And, you suddenly and there's see somebody standing right behind you. The Michael Myers mask in the night. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're like. Ah, do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get Okay. Okay. I yeah, no. Uh, I got this. Nice. 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 Uh, I've got, we played the R earlier. And the applause earlier. Uh, we got the gas. We have, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, what was, what was, that sounded like a giant crowd. <gasps> oh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, the crowd gas. Okay. Then, uh, we've got this one here. <laughs> Munts. Nelson. Nelson Munts. Uh, we've got uh, just a standard cry baby. Like a, we have a guest come on that won't stop whining about something. <laughs> Cue that up. Hey, uh, not, not bad. Keeping with the baby thing. We've got that. Right, That's always right. a, Classic. Classic. Uh, this is a any, classic. Any too. parent that's changed a diaper has heard that one at least once that's in their life. So gross, the visual of that. Oh, it's disgusting. It's like a, Bubbles through. Never never mind. Like, a, like, <laughs> like Yellowstone. <laughs> Old faithful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Watch out for the sofa pitch, Heather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, uh. Exactly. <laughs> That's on there. Uh, we played the curved ones earlier. I accidentally played these two. These are Lorraine from Mad TV. Somebody peed it up something awful. <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to use that because I have another one about pee too. Peed the Deccans all of it. <laughs> peed the Deccans all of it. <laughs> I just love that character so much. 
I couldn't find a clean like, Ugh! but I'm gonna find. <laughs> there's bound to be, yeah, yeah. There's bound to be one out there. Uh, we played. And then I've got uh, Busser. <laughs> right. Uh, correct answer. Oh. And whistle up. Whistle down. <laughs> <clears throat> That's it on this one. But yeah, there's a lot of space to fill. And what's really cool is nice. I could add even more columns. So I could actually make it eight for eight. So it's 64. Like right now, I've only got a set for six by eight. <laughs> sometimes, sometime in the next few days or week or whatever, while we're still hiding from the COVID 19, yeah. we need to get a bottle mm-hmm. and come. Fill up the soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just go through idea. shit and fill up the soundboard. Yeah, I just I found a good site that's got like really it's got like where these came from. <laughs> like the people. <laughs> they all sound very real. And then yes, they do. um I mean shit, I mean the gag and the fart, those have to be real. The fart even one. the baby, I mean the baby has to be real. Like you can't like synthesize um, no, but this. That's a fucking baby crying. I'm sure. No, no, that's, I'm a, sorry that's if a baby. Anybody has a that's baby, a baby at home and they're playing this on a Bluetooth speaker. And <laughs> it's right. Shit their pants. But but I do I do a half decent baby cry. Yeah. Myself. Oh, I don't know if I can do it. I, I have to do it every every time every show <laughs> the Pink Floyd band plays because I do. Oh the yeah. <laughs> that is really good. Yeah, that uh, was really good. And thank you, and yeah. and I know people who do them a lot better than I do. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you my. guys don't dress up or anything, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Not, well, I mean, you know, the, we're wearing like the normal, you know, jeans and t-shirts and shit. <laughs> right. But yeah. But no, I'm not out there in a diaper going. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> That's almost better than mine. It never. <laughs> mine. No, my that's baby's a, re- a little bit more frantic. I think. Yeah, that's a real baby. That's you know. Yeah, you got like a little bit of sub frequency in your it, well sub harmonic. Well, I, I can't help it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of built in at this point. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, yeah. then I'm always the one that does the maniacal laughter. So the the two things, I, I get the biggest. Not the biggest applause, but where I can look out at the audience and see people going. Yeah. <laughs> is when I do the baby cry and then when I do the, the, the madcap laugh. Yeah. yeah. The Pink Floyd laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen y'all. Y'all are awesome. Oh, thank I you. I like y'all's band. Thank you kindly. Texas Floyd. Texas Floyd. TexasFloyd.com, yeah. Facebook, whatever, slash Texas Floyd. Yeah. Currently looking for gigs, but... <laughs> yes. Looking to refill that schedule. I'm, well, I, did I mention anything to you today about a certain club in the Dallas-Fort Worth area contacting us? Did I mention that earlier? Well, I think I overheard it. Because I, I, can't, I can't say anything on the podcast. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you when we're done. When yeah. we're done. It's kind of kind of fun. Cool, cool. It's like a charity or something. Well, you know or they've a... they've canceled. Well, I can't mention the venue, but I can tell yeah. you what what's potentially up. Yeah. 
since the state of Texas, along with many other states, has canceled all of the gig economy yeah. <laughs> stuff. So all the musicians are out of work right now. Yeah. Um, uh, because of social distancing and everything. Well, one yeah. of the more popular live music venues on the north side of the DFW area um, is going to do a... Uh, live music broadcast. Mm-hmm. There won't be. We won't have any audience. Mm-hmm. We'll be on their stage. Oh yeah. But they're going to record it, and, or they're going to send it out live, and it'll be like a live music event online. And That's it's, cool. it's going to be three. I, well, I'm not sure what the lineup's going to be yet. There'll be more than one band doing it. Yeah. And Texas Floyd looks like there's a good chance we're going to potentially be one of those bands. Nice. I, I actually already know more than I'm saying, but I'm not allowed to yeah, say yeah. anything yet, so I've already said too much. Yeah. All right. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it should be fun coming up. Yeah, and and we might actually get we might actually get paid for it, so that would be kind of fun too. Even better. I mean, yeah, we'll be the only musicians working in town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So start your YouTube channel. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> start a fucking GoFundMe page. I was. I had took uh, Uber. Um, I guess the day before yesterday. Yeah, sorry and, about that. Oh, that's all right. Uh, but the uh, the it was this older gentleman, and he was like, "Yeah, it's kind of slowed down a little bit with the Uber." And I'm like, "Well, are you doing Uber Eats?" And he's like, ah, "I thought about it." And I'm like, "You totally should be doing that right now." Yeah, exactly. There's the like nobody could go anywhere. You can't eat in anywhere. Everybody's ordering delivery and having it delivered to their house. And Uber Eats. I don't mean to plug Uber Eats, but right. they're offering free delivery right now, right? Because of all this, right? So it's like they're giving incentive to order from them. Yeah, I think DoorDash and, was, and some of the others are doing that too. Yeah, yeah, but, you gotta, we, they, you would have to be killing it in oh, yeah. food delivery right now. Yeah, gotta be. Or gotta liquor be. delivery, Jesus. Well, you know that's one of the fun things uh, I was really shocked by when uh, Governor Greg Abbott here in the great state of Texas, yeah, made this declaration a couple of days ago that shut down everything yeah um they temporarily passed <laughs> a law or lifted a ban yeah so now if you order food from a restaurant that also serves alcohol yeah they are allowed to deliver alcohol to your home now that's amazing i know right yeah i mean Seven Eleven, you could do that with their app yeah it, well but, yeah but it's like for a bottle of beer or right wine. we're talking yeah. about mixed drinks Oh. Being able to deliver mixed drinks, so they're gonna—I guess they're gonna deliver them like sodas, you know, and Dixie <laughs> cups like, with lids. You can order, uh, you know, you order like a hamburger and Long Island iced tea, <laughs> and when the guy just drops it off, you'd be like, "All right, are you gonna be back in twenty minutes? Because I'll be done with this." Like, uh, <laughs> how do we refill this? There, are, there are no refills, um, but apparently they did not put any artificial limit on how many drinks they can deliver you. Nice. Which is kind of cool. And it also made me think, well, all right, I get why you're doing it now. Mm -hmm. Why not just leave it that way? Yeah, totally. Because, I mean, if you can justify it now, why can't you justify it any other day of the week? Yeah, it makes, uh, it seems like it would be something that they could just kind of forget about. And then yeah, just can carry on being adults. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's going to make the restaurants more money for their deliveries if they're mm-hmm. able to deliver liquor. Yep. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference? You go to the restaurant and order it and drink it there and then drive home. Yeah. 
Or they bring it to you. The sober people bring it to you, and then you get drunk you at home, home like a responsible adult. Exactly. Or an alcoholic. <laughs> or an alcoholic. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, there's the, there's always that element, too. Yeah, yeah that's... Uh, I, I don't mind drinking by myself, but I definitely have to watch myself. <laughs> I, it, I, I'm just reminded of the stupid George Thorogood song every time I catch myself drinking at the house by myself and... Oh, I know exactly what you're about to say. Yeah, so yeah. well, so I don't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's uh, I know that song. Jeez. Yeah, George Thurgood. Yeah, sorry I mentioned him, but that's okay. You know, I'm we sure there's somebody out there. Not going, be reviewing one of his albums. Uh, just, no, yeah. no, probably not. I mean, you could listen to any of his songs and get the idea. Yeah, all three of his hits. Slide guitar <laughs> through a Marshall. <laughs> through a Marshall, right. All right. Well, <laughs> I think this is good. I think this is a good comeback episode. Yeah. Um, you know, once yeah. again, we want to say uh, farewell, temporary. Uh, well, maybe not temporary, but what, temporary is not the right word. Let's say indefinite farewell to Blake. Right. Um, he's always welcome back on here. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's new developments. Thank you, Doyle, for Brother Blake. Uh, coming on and uh, taking over the reins. Um, um, I can't fill his shoes. I can only hope to uh, not let everybody down in the process. Oh no, it should be great. <laughs> no, we're gonna have fun. This is gonna yeah. be, I'm I'm sure it's gonna give the podcast a slightly different feel, but mm-hmm. but that's all right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, we've kind of. We've kind of set a good foundation, so like yeah. we could kind of carry on from where we were. Like we're not having to start completely over, so that's nice, you know. Like, no, uh, I think people that listen to us kind of have sort of know what to expect. Well, if if they know what to expect from you, then they know what to expect from the show. It's just a matter of figuring out what they can expect from me. That's true, and that's yeah. going to change <laughs> yeah. over the first few episodes as I get used to doing this. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's start. We'll start trying to get some guests back on here again. And then here in about a month or so, this house is going to be rearranged and it'll look, uh, it'll look like a podcast studio. Yeah. Well, there you go. And, uh, yeah, we could, we could maybe even do like a crossover with the continental breakfast club, the other podcast. Ooh, that could be fun. Under the, uh, I'm going to start calling this the fabled broadcast umbrella. So underneath the umbrella. Well, the fabled broadcast was the first one, right? Yeah. So there you go. Well, the fabled network. The That's fabled. What we'll call it. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. The fabled broadcast. The fabled network, home of the fabled broadcast. So it's pretty much everything I have my hand in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's. Uh, yeah. So cool. this was episode fifty-six. Fifty-six. With the black pumas. Um. Thank everybody for listening and. Um, yeah, stay tuned. We'll have more episodes. and uh, Yeah, yes. and it probably won't be three months before yes. the next one. No. Yes. Much more frequency. Yes. Um, and guests and other things. And so, other things. Yeah. And guests. And guests. Awesome. And, and such. So we will... Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. Nice. 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 Awesome. All right. Well, I'm Billy. I'm Doyle.
Thank you.